Our bodies are given life in the midst of nothingness. Existing where there is nothing is the meaning of the phrase, form is emptiness. That all things are provided for by nothingness is the meaning of the phrase, emptiness is form. One should not think that these are two separate things. No, you should not think they're two separate things. Because they're the same. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the sewer. My name is Senor Nick the Rat, and this is Nick the Rat coming to you live from the sewers. It's not midnight, not from the sewer at all, but it's episode 62. <coughs> so grab a beer and take off your shoes. Oh, and drink up because we're going to have a fun show tonight, even though the government has shut down my phone line. Yes, you heard it here, folks. First, first, folk. Firsty folk, you heard it here first. 917-719-5923. It, it doesn't ring anymore. You'll go to voicemail, and I could play the voicemails, but I can't take live calls. It's not working. I don't understand. I don't know. It's, I think it's because there, there was a mismatch in the thing. I don't know. It's the government. They're shutting me down. They're, they're on to me. They know I'm exposing the truth. And this week, I'm going to expose the truth of Poltergeist. Yes, folks, last last week, let me stop calling you folks, that's uh, that's pretty insulting. Last week I was uh, sticking caffeine pills up my butt, and I was tripping balls, but uh, it, it made me realize that, that there's energies out there that are just, they just exist, these energies, and sometimes they break through into this reality, and we see it as poltergeist. I'm telling you, it's real. I have, I have I, some. There was a couple of stories people sent in. We're, we're gonna have an exciting show. I'm excited. Yeah, I'm definitely excited. My, I'm, I'm a little bit. I'm. I can't tell you, but maybe my nipples are hard right now. But I, uh, let's just go to a song. We're gonna start off with some music, and then we're gonna get into the the thick of things, the the deep thick of it all. But before we get into the thick of it all, let's listen to some Twin Protocol with Freaky.
I just feel like I got drunk and I'm not even on anything. I haven't drank anything. That is what listeners to make the rat will do to you. freaky that is freaky by twin protocol twin twin, twin protocol everybody um, I, well you know I don't, I don't i'm not a one for uh but dragging you guys around by the whatever you think is interesting i don't even know what that means but uh i think we should just get right into the thick of things we're we're not gonna do we're not gonna do news right away we're not gonna do voicemails right away we're gonna go straight to a story about poltergeist who sent this in? I don't know, but it came into my mailbox, and we're just gonna get right into it with this, and then we'll get on with, with other things. But uh, let's. Uh, I hope you guys are. This is really, these are really creepy. I listened to some of this earlier, and the the whiskers and my tail, everything was on. It was all on edge, all on edge. It was creepy. Uh, here we go, everybody. Story one. scary stuff that happened to me recently and uh, just thought I'd share it with you. My name's Errol, I come from United Kingdom, just throw it out there. So uh, over the past few days I think there's been some sort of paranormal activity in my house. It's been mostly small things, you know, here, here, there, a few things, you know. Uh, one time I poured myself a glass of uh, a pop and I uh, left it on the counter in the kitchen and then uh, my mom called me. To go into the living room and uh, we were spoken for a moment and 
When I came back to the kitchen, my drink, it wasn't where I left it. It was at the other end of the counter. It, it freaked me out, I'll tell you that much. I, I know where I leave my soda. And where it was was not where I left it when I went into the other room. So, you know, it was a small thing. But then later that day, I was, was having a cigarette in the garden. And then in the garden on the table, I have these two lighters. My lucky green one, which I call uh, Roxanne. And then uh, on my right side was my unlucky purple one. It's, I keep it around because sometimes you need a little unluck too. And I call that one bitch face. So uh, I glanced at my lighters and I went back to the cigarette. But then I looked back down again. And the green lighter was on the right side and the purple was on the left side this time. It was... It was a little bit strange, and I put it in the back of my head. I was just thinking that maybe, you know, I was... I switched them up myself, and I just didn't notice. It was... All these little things just keep happening to me. The next day, I, I was... Uh, the, the microwave, it turned itself on. Whilst I was, like, at the other end of the house, I wasn't even near it. It just went right the hell on. I don't know what the fuck was going on. It was... It, I heard the beeping, and I ran over, and I saw that uh, the lights were turning themselves on and off. And then I was in front of the TV, and then the channel started changing without me even touching the damn remote. I don't. It's getting. Re I don't. I might have to move or something. I have to. But then after a few hours, I knew there was. Uh, there was definitely some force at work. I had a sense of something not being right. So uh, I called whatever. I called. You know. I called out of work. And I stayed home that day. But uh, and then I got a Ouija board, and then I started to do questions to it. I was like, uh, excuse me, sir, if, if, uh, if you're here or not there, or if you're not even a, a sir, if you're a ma'am or something, just please show yourself so I know what I'm dealing with. And nothing happened for a few seconds, but then something struck a note in, in, uh, on my guitar, which I had in the corner of my room. Um, I was thoroughly freaked out, and I went around the house for a few hours, and I came back and then in the house, and then things had been moved around even more. But the Ouija board, nothing fucking happened with the Ouija board. I think those things are crocs of shit, but but there was def there was things moving around the house, things going on and off, you know. You know. But today not, nothing really been happening since then, so I'm I'm hoping it's really I'm, ho I'm hoping it's really all over. Do, do you have any idea what might be going on? Uh, if you have any idea, please let me know. I'm a little scared. Thank you. Bye. Uh well, I I didn't know that Ouija boards were crap, but uh, if you ever experience stuff like that again, I heard uh, if you get a rabbi to bless a banana peel, and you could just leave those all over the house. Just get a get a get a, find yourself a rabbi, and get him to throw some holy water onto some banana peels, and then you put those around your house. Trust me, the poltergeist will not come back. If if you have one of those poltergeists that are moving things. Those, those, they're they're annoying, but they're they're not too dangerous. There's definitely other more dangerous types of uh, poltergeist out there. But uh, banana peels, my friend. Uh, I forget what your name was. It was really far back on that uh, recording. Uh, well, yeah, that was kind of freaky. So we need we need to listen to some news because the news will make us not that scared. And I like to. I like to even out the scare, the fear, and the non-fear. Let's listen. Let's listen. What is some news? Whoa, shit. 
In a recent segment on BBC This Week, Angelina Jolie and her children were filmed munching on tarantulas while on a visit to Cambodia. Wow, I didn't know that she was on such hard times. I guess when you divorce Brad Pitt, you start eating bugs. I don't I don't know. What the hell? Sounds crazy? Well, according to Health.com, it might not be as odd as you think. Recent journal studies have revealed that snacking on insects like crickets can provide as much nutrients as a steak. According to nutrientist Vandana Sheth, bugs can be high in nutrients like protein, iron, and calcium, while being relatively low in carbohydrates. Sheth warns that you should be careful before you bite down on the critters, though. Some insects come in contact with pesticides, so it's important to buy from reptiles distributors don't don't go through your garbage pail don't dig through the garbage out back behind your house ow i think a poultry guy just threw something at me uh are the sewers i'm not gonna have to put banana peels all over here don't you do that shit to me yeah don't go through the garbage can and eat bugs because they might have pesticides so make sure you go to a fine diner like uh starbucks or something and get yourself a nice roach sandwich there. They'll be very happy to serve you. Uh, and, and wow. Talking about bugs. Let's listen to some Nightcrawler Turbo Boost.
motherfucker. I thought I told you one time on TV, two times. Stop blasting that monkey bullshit up from the sewer. Back from my ancient system down to Mexico. Michael, that was uh, activated right there. That was a uh, that was Nightcrawler Turbo Boost, Nightcrawler music. That was definitely some a little, a little bit of the uh, Night Rider in there. Kind of trampled part of what they said. You know, you, when you're doing live mixes on the the fly, and you got poultry guys throwing shit at you, it's, it's a little difficult. A little bit. Uh, okay, everybody. Well. The show's over. No, I'm joking. The show's not over. We got tons more coming for you. And thankfully, the only reason that keeps it coming is is the new ad company that signed up with uh, Dark Sewer Network. So we got a lot of ads coming in. Uh, and we're going to play one for you right now because if we don't, I don't get paid and you don't get to listen to some fun, free music and crazy, crazy poltergeist stuff. Think about it. It's a win-win situation. He is the most feared and powerful warrior. A ninja who breaks from ancient tradition and explodes onto America. His soul possesses the body of an innocent woman and transforms her into a lethal assassin. Only hope, the Master Ninja. Where Revenge of the Ninja left off, Ninja 3 begins. An epic struggle of superhuman strength and supernatural forces. Ninja 3, the Domination. Apparently Ninja 3, the Domination is uh, sponsoring the show. Go see it today. I, I hear it's going to be playing at a local uh, cinema flex near near cinema flex. Are they called? No, they're plexes. They're not flexes. And what the hell does plex even mean? Plexadium? Does anybody in in sewer chat know about <coughs> why they're called plexes? Like a solar plexus? Oh, it must be like a cavity, right? Because your solar plexus is within your cap. Something, something in there. Uh, more than one, uh, maybe. Cineplex, like multiple sinies, sinies. We're learning so much today. We're gonna learn more about poltergeist in a little bit. Uh, I give you a tip on how to avoid them. We listen to some of their some uh, some stories about them. 
But now we gotta go to the news because we gotta we gotta ground ourselves. We gotta ground ourselves. Let's ground ground ourselves. Diners in New York City will have the option to taste some strange Pop Tart creations after Kellogg's opened a temporary Pop Tarts cafe on What? Oh yeah, Kellogg's opened it, right? And they own the Pop Tarts. I think I reported on this at one time before, if you've been paying attention. But it's getting crazy now. And it's only temporary? I should go, I should do a, like a live report from this place. They got Pop-Tarts there? Oh man, what kind of Pop-Tarts do they, they got? Tuesday, the Pop-Tarts Cafe offers items like birthday fiesta nachos and personal Pop-Tarts pizza. The Pop-Tarts version of a burrito involves several Pop-Tart flavors rolled up in a sweet crepe. Tarty tacos, sub-the-ground beef with crumbled cookies and cream. Pastries topped with coconut and strawberry sriracha salsa. Less adventurous eaters can order regular Pop-Tarts. The Pop-Tarts Cafe is open through Sunday inside the Kellogg's New York City restaurant in Times Square. Until Sunday. Oh, crap. Wait, I still got a couple days. I'm going. They got tortilla chip Pop-Tarts and frosted confetti cupcake Pop-Tarts and Fiesta Nacho birthday pop what the hell? It's just all sugar. I never understood how they get all these flavors. These flavonoids. I'm sure half of them are like bugs, because they gotta get all natural stuff. Is it even that? They, they make it synthetically? They just throw some chemicals in a jar, and then they're like, ooh, this tastes like, uh... This tastes like something. And then they just go from there. Uh... Wow. Alright, we're gonna get into some more really super creepy, paranormal, poltergeist stuff really soon. Because hey, that's what we're 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 here for. I'm here for that. Because I've been seeing things flying around, and there's no other way to explain it other than poltergeist or aliens or maybe portals or lemons and gametoid.
tonight is on on soundcloud if you go to my likes you'll find it there but if you check it out there you'll see that the you'll see this show before i play the show so don't go there on wednesdays or tuesdays or whenever i add the things but uh yeah it's all there that was just cave johnson we're back uh it's it's 11 30 in brooklyn new york and that's where there's beer being had right now oh. Ah, tasty beer will help you see the poultry guys and that's why we're here today right so let's just go right into the thick of things am i am i audible now uh hello anybody am i am i audibles yes i am i'm definitely audible okay let's listen to another poultry guy story ah this one This one's super duper scary, I think. Uh, One of them I actually defecated on myself listening to. It's coming up. Uh, It's going to come up soon. But here we go. Let's listen in. Hi, Nick the Rat. My name is Betty. I'm calling you from Manchester. So I also have a Portuguese story for you. I've heard you talking about that you were going to be talking about the poltergeist, so I thought I'd bring something up for you. This story took place in 1963, when I was 20 years old. I was was a fair young, boxamist young woman, a woman back then. Um, All the men wanted, wanted my Gucci Gucci. But I was, I did not really let them touch my Gucci Gucci. So anyway, one time I went on a date with this nice young bloke named Jimmy Jones. He took me to an IHOP and fed me chicken and waffles. They were okay, but not the best date I've ever had. So I told him to fuck off. Basically, I told him to fuck the fuck off and I was not going to fuck him that evening. Sorry if this gets a little bit raunchy, but you know how these stories go sometimes. 
So, as Jimmy left, he said he was going to put a curse on me. That his dead grandmother was going to come to my house and anally rape me. That's exactly what this jerk said to me. And I was, I was flabbergasted. I humped and I walked away from him. But later that night, oh dear, I was in the bathtub scrubbing away the dirt of the day from my skin. And then in the mirror, it was steamy. It was a very steamy in the bathroom. And in the mirror, I saw... I saw this finger. It wasn't a real finger. It was like an invisible finger was touching the glass of the window of the mirror and it was leaving fingerprints on it even there was no finger. You know what I'm trying to say? So he was writing inside of the... in the uh, fog... the fog? The humidity on the glass of the mirror? And it, it, it drew a big picture of a cock. It was just a big dick picture. It was a big old floppy dick. Bigger than any dick I've ever seen before. But I was scared out of my mind, let me tell you. A little turned on by it, but not enough to not be scared. Pretty scary stuff. So anyway, I took the shower, and then I got uh, dried up, because I was really scared, and I, was, I ran back into, into my room after I saw this thing. But then I was in bed, and I put the covers over my head, you know, I just drank some tea. I had some tea that night. I don't think I didn't... I wasn't blasted on alcohol like I usually am. Sometimes I get real shit-faced, you know. Back in the day, that was uh, normal for you to do, just to get totally shit-faced. But, uh... So I was in the bed, and then I look, I look at the blanket, and it looked like the blanket, it looked like I was growing a big hard-on. It looked like I had a cook, a dick, a big floppy willy, if you will. But I don't have a dick. I have, I have great tits, I'll tell you that. They're still even, they're perky today. I could tell you that much, Nick. But, but I saw this dick coming up from the bed it looked like it looked like I had a hard on but I, I definitely did not so I look under the blanket and I felt a cold breeze a cold breeze hitting me right in the face right in the face and then I kind of passed out but then I it was the weirdest th then I woke up I woke up the next morning I had no idea what happened but the bed sheets were totally wet and it smelled like pneumonia, like like there was like somebody jizzed in my bed. It was really gross, nasty. It was sticky. I had I had to wash the sheets for like three hours after that. So I, I don't know what Jimmy did, but he definitely summoned something to ghost jizz in my bed. It was it was gross. And if I if I caught this poltergeist, I would have beat the shit out of him. But, but I could not catch him. He never came back after that. But anyway, that is my story. I uh, hope you enjoyed it. And I hope you don't get raped by a poltergeist yourself. It's, it is horrifying. All right, I've got to go now. Bye.
have you ever woken up and discovered your dog is now a cat? Has your loved ones ever started calling you by other names? Josh, is that you? Who's Josh? Sudden increase or decrease in pant work? Or have you ever lost an item? That heck, you were sure you put oh, under man, the mattress, right but there. now you might have experienced universe-shattering <laughs> dimensional shifts. <laughs> All the scientists that we paid <laughs> agree completely. It's happening. It can happen to you too. Oh no! But fear no longer. We had our own scientists study this horrible phenomenon, and they learned something. Vibrations and frequencies seem to be the key. Internal vibrations can sometimes slow down or speed up naturally. These vibrations stop matching up with their outside counterparts, becoming unnatural in their new environments. How can we stop this? Create a way to anchor you in your current reality. Using what? Universe sounding Benoit Turn on, insert, and tune the device using our custom spaced aged app. And never fear desyncing from this reality ever again. Universe sounding Benoit Buy them now from the Dark Sewer Network for only $69.99. Warning, universe-sounding Benoit balls have caused headaches, explosions, anal leakage, pregnancy, spiritual revelations, and death. Please use responsibly. Oh, oh guys, there's, there's weird stuff going on in the sewer. First, they're turning off my microphone. They're, they're, they're just playing a whole bunch of weird things. Did you hear that story? What the hell's? That was insane. I didn't. I didn't. I don't usually screen everything. I listen to it a little bit. I don't put too much effort into anything. I try not to. So when? Wow. Um. We could. We could just go to the news, I guess, because that's always. Uh, there's always news. <laughs> the, the title of this story is just fun. It's not funny though. This is not funny. But wow. In second grade, Caleb Wiley Prim, a smart, soft-spoken kid who likes science and robotics, said, "Somebody's." Wait, let's see. So he's a small eight-year-old kid. They also don't give too many facts. You know, they 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 should just be like it should be. How news should be. Insultingly factual. Every word should just be a fact. Like, there shouldn't be any filler. It should just be like, fact, 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 fact. So, eight-year-old, three-foot, how tall is he? What's his weight? Just give every, give his blood type, and I don't know. Maybe I'm going too far. Let's listen in. Made his school day a nightmare. Upset Uh by the bully's taunts, he began to cry and yell. A school security officer found Caleb crying and screaming and asked him to come with him. Why was the kid... They, the cops found him crying and screaming. They found him crying. What, why are the cops there? There's so many questions. How old was the cop? How tall was he? 
I don't know. That's... In the hallway, Caleb, still crying, refused to follow the officer and got more upset the farther they walked. The officer then handcuffed the 50-pound, four-foot boy and oh, marched sweat. him to the principal's office. Wait, I'm sorry. Wait, wow. I think I just sent a message from the future into the past to go even further in the past to make an answer to come to the future. So I could go, oh, and then hit play. Analysis found that nationally, black students like Caleb and students with disabilities are suspended, expelled, arrested, and referred to police at rates disproportionately higher than their white and non-disabled peers. Whoa, what about uh, the Indians and the Chinese and all the other cultures and skins? What is, well, what are the proportions? Why don't they talk about everything? We, we need all the numbers. When kids play, they associate handcuffs with the bad guy. The bad guy wears handcuffs, and the good guy puts the handcuffs on the bad guy. What the hell? I'm happy I have this written down here. Let's, she just said, when... Who wrote this? When kids play, they associate handcuffs with, quote, the bad guy. The bad guy wears handcuffs, and the good guy puts the handcuffs on the bad guy. <laughs> what? There's so much to the story that I should not even care about, so I'm just not gonna. Let's listen to some music. Maybe. I think uh, the poltergeists are stopping me. No, we got uh, Valence. Valence with infinite. There's infinite fuckage going on with these poltergeists. Oh, man. There's more coming up. Find real. If you're talking about what you can feel, what you can smell, what you can taste and see, then real is simply electrical signals interpreted by your brain.
That was a valence, V-A-L-E-N-C-E, with infinite. That's some Creative Commons music right there, too. Uh, good things. Good things all around. You know what's good? Having a phone line that works, so I could call 911 in case I get raped by, by a poltergeist. Why are these poltergeists? I, am I recording right now? Yeah, yeah. Let's listen to a voicemail. 917-719-5923. Hi, Rat. This is Milo. Um, I'm just calling you because things haven't been so alright, you know what I'm saying? Cute little pun, if you don't mind. Um, yeah, so, uh, everything's kind of been fucked up for me. I, uh, was, uh, booted from my job and, you know, everybody's gotta be all fucking PC and whatever, you know, I'm clear and I can take a fucking dick and, you know, uh, as a matter of fact, I, I'm just calling to let you know that um, I actually, uh, I sucked off a alien uh, just a little bit ago, and um, I'm, I'm actually thinking that the, uh, <coughs> the, uh, sorry, they, they, they come, or whatever it is, that they ejaculate from their cocks. It doesn't agree with my system. <laughs> and I'm... What the... Milo fucked an alien? Holy crap. That was right... Th that's breaking news. What is... Go I can't... I'm trying to... Yeah, wow. Thank you for calling, Milo. Uh, things are going uh, pretty rough for you. You know, you're, you're crazy. So, you know, if you ever want to come down to the sewer, I don't know. I have some K2. We could uh, definitely smoke some of that. Uh, wow, I hope you're okay. That sounds... I'm sorry, I'm getting a little... <coughs> I got a little, uh, a little... A lot of fluid coming through me right now. Uh, well, we're talking about Poultrygeist... As we do, but before I play the next Poltergeist uh, recording, we have to listen to some more news, because that's what we do. Oh man, this one's messed up. Well, they're all pretty messed up, I guess. Authorities believe over 40 nails were hammered into tree roots and logs along a trail at Pinnacle Park in Jackson County, North Carolina. You know why? Because global warming. The trees are falling out of the floor, they're evaporating, so we're trying to pin them down. And no, that's that's not why. It's uh, 
A search turned up at least 40 of these nails after a runner impaled his foot on a nail at the 1,100-acre park. Crews used leaf blowers and metal detectors to try to find any other nails that investigators believe were intentionally placed. The park was... Did Bob Vila get into the K2? Is that the, is that the problem over here? It was initially closed after the discovery of the nails, but it reopened on Tuesday. Oh, man. That, that news story got me thinking about all the, the fucked up things you could do, and I'm surprised. Actually, fucked up shit happens all the time. I'm happily surprised that this other kind of things don't happen all the time. You could really just fuck with culture and society by being one jerk-off. See, being a, a, a vocal troll is one thing. Being like a physical troll, because that's a troll move. Putting hammering nails upside down on a path. What kind of... Ha! You weren't looking, so now you gotta get tetanus shots or something. Or now you have a hole in your foot. Oh, man. I hope they catch this wild nail person. Nail to a wall. Or something like that. Uh, Oh, boy. I think we have to listen to some more music. Or, yeah, we do. Do we have to? I'm gonna be going down to sewer chat. Alright, yeah, is this the sewer chat one? Are we going down to sewer chat town? Yeah, we are. Okay, sewer chat, get ready. I'm coming on in. We're going to listen to some hoo-ha, that thing, and we're going to hang out at hashtag sewer chat. Oh, man. We're going in, people. Yeah. 
That was a hoo-ha, that thing. Hoo-ha, that thing. That was uh, pretty cool. Uh, hashtag Sewer Chat is always popping. You can hang out there by going through uh, nicktherat.com slash radio.html buttons. Click them. 
Uh, you can also give me a call at 917-719-5923. But if you call now, you can only leave a voicemail. You could usually call in live, but I don't know what's going on. I don't know. Hey, Rhett, man, it's, uh, it's Jimmy, man. You know, I'm uh, just calling you, you know, to let you know that, um, you know, I, I still haven't received my money, uh, my hundred bucks from uh, doing that ad, man. And, uh, you know, I really, uh, I need that shit, man. I really do. Because, you know, uh, I, uh, I'm, I'm kind of in a, an emergency here. And uh, basically, you're not going to believe it, but maybe you will. Uh, I, uh, I, got a, I got a dildo stuck in my ass. Um, yeah, I was playing this game the other day. Uh, it's, uh, it's a genitalia-type themed video game. And, uh, you know, it was just, I was really inspired by it, man. You know, it was uh, dicks and asses and balls and everything and, you know, spreading cheeks and whatever. And the next thing you know, man, uh, I'm going over a friend's house. He says, bring a dildo. I bring a dildo. He's like, let's try that shit. I tried that shit. And uh, it stuck in my ass. So, uh, yeah, man, uh, if you can get me that hundred bucks, uh, I really appreciate it, man. You know, uh, Jimmy out. Damn. Jimmy, uh, let me tell you something. I can give you your money soon. Because we're expanding the Dark Sewer Network into places that, that if, you, if, you saw, if you looked at it, you might be arrested. I'm just saying that's because, uh, that's because how deep it, that's how deep it all goes. But, uh, that was, a. I gotta play an ad. Do I have to play an ad? I do have to play an ad now, don't I? Uh, where is it, though? It's not good when you have to, you have to fill the time before you play the, uh, is this even it? I don't know. I gotta, I know. All right. I have to play this? I do? Alright, uh, I'm trying to stall basically because I don't want to play this. I don't know if this is good for the network. There's, I, I, you, in life, you can make a lot of turns. You can make good ones, bad ones. Sometimes, sometimes you get hit in the head with a poltergeist too. But that's, that's more rare. But sometimes you might get hit in the head with a Bigfoot. Anyway, let's go to an ad. If you're a Bigfoot and you're in need of a lawyer, give a call in 917-719-5923. Uh, I think Mystery Man has been dying for some Bigfoot stories, but he's 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 been working on something. But uh, apparently, apparently we're the oh boy. I don't even let let's go to the news. I don't know where. No, but there's got to be something better in the news, right? China has created robot police officers that are. Whoa! China's got RoboCop. This is this is crazy. Did you just hear the the game's over, people? 
Fold up your risk board and put it away. China has one. They have robotic police. ...are infused with facial recognition technology that help them identify and arrest criminals. Whoa. I... Well, they didn't say directly arrest them. Imagine if you got caught hopping over an invisible line somewhere, let's just say, for whatever reason, and a robot, I'm sure it's easily knockable over, chased after you and arrested you? I don't know. I don't know. Well, let's, let's see what it did. They've also stationed the e-patrol robot sheriff at the Zhengzhou East Railway the Station sheriff? in Henan. E-patrol robot sheriffs are going to replace human police officers for the station's night shift. Okay, there we go. Well, at least it's just the night shift. You know, when shit's probably, well, more dangerous. Then again, when there's a lot more people, it's more dangerous. See, that's, that's, that raises an interesting questions. The transition seems to be running smoothly. On its first day, the e-patrol robot sheriff detected a small fire and prevented it from getting bigger. Wait, what? On its first day, the robot was a fireman, but they just said it was a police. I don't know. Uh, oh man. I gotta do math. I hate doing math at times like this, but we gotta do it. So one, two, three, four, and you know, numbers are good, everybody. Sometimes on, on the sewer, you gotta do one, two, three, four, and then one, two, three, four, one, two, three, four. All right. I guess we're here for a poltergeist, right? Uh, okay, everybody, let's get to some real news. Uh, another poltergeist story. I think I got two more of these things. Let's, uh, you know, with poltergeist, we gotta explain it a little bit more, though. Sometimes you get, you, you, you get hit in the head with something that somebody threw at you and you didn't see. That's a poltergeist, right? You know, uh, it's, it's scary stuff. You don't want to ever be around one of them or any of that type of stuff, so... Okay, well, let's get on with it. Let's just get to the story. We learned a little bit about them, and that's, uh... How it goes. Uh, yeah, we're up to three, right? Yeah, three. Sorry. A little bit... A little tipsy. You, you gotta drink around the ghost. Hi, my, my name's Marty. I'm calling you from, uh, Louisville, Kentucky. Um... I have a poltergeist story for you, too. This, uh, this took place, like, a couple weeks ago, actually. My, my tractor, it ran out of fuel, right? So, um, I was, I went down to the gas station, picked up, a, uh, another, uh, canister of gasoline. And, um, when, when I got back to the house, I know this, this story kind of, it's really, it's scary. Hold on one second. Oh, boy. All right, so I got back to my tractor. <laughs> darling, oh, darling, oh, man, anyway... So I got to the tractor, and I started to fill it, the gasoline into the, into the tractor. <laughs> but then it's, it, there must have been a, a poltergeist inside of the tractor's fuel tank, because the fuel started to squirt. It squirted all over my wife Darlene, who was standing next to me. <laughs> oh, Darlene. But this, it was weird. It was not just the gasoline I put in there, because I just put a little bit in there. The thing was empty when I first got to it, but this thing was, it spewed like, it was, it was like crude oil. <laughs> it, it was like crude oil coming out. There was, there was more than just what I put in there. It was at least five gallons squirted out onto Darlene. God bless her soul. So I was yelling. I didn't know what to do. I was like, oh, Darlene, man, what is going on over here? What's happening? 
why is this doing this? Why is the tractor spitting out this extra gasoline? Why is it going all over you? And she was, she looked at me in the eye and she said, this must be my dead uncle, Thomas III. Because he told me that if I married you, that he would come back, and, he would come back from the dead. He, he died. He had cancer. And he said to her that he would come back and, and get his revenge on her and set that bitch on fire. I never liked him very much. So I was like, darling, don't worry. There's no fire around here. You'll be fine. Let's just get you into the bathroom and get you all washed up. So then we started walking. We walked towards the house. <laughs> we walked. <laughs> we walked towards the house. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> then we got towards the kitchen, which is near the, the bathroom. It's all pretty much just one room. It's all together. But uh, we heard something. It, it sounded like her dead Uncle Tom. And all I could hear, all I could hear him say was, bitch, I told you I was going to get you, bitch. You knew I was going to get you. <laughs> And then, and then I had some chicken wings, some spicy chicken wings on the stove. The stove turned itself on and they lit the chicken wings on fire. I was, I was flabbergasted. And Darlene, she was screaming. I remember her screams. But then, um, the chicken wings, they got up and they started to dance. They were, they were on fire and they were dancing around on the floor and they chased her. They chased her out back. I told her to get into the bathroom, but she wouldn't listen to me. She was always a little bit stupid. I don't know, but, uh, uh she ran out back and the chicken wings chased her and they jumped on her. And she went up, she went up like a... Like a lit ball <laughs> on Fourth of July, Darlene. I'll never forget you. <laughs> you go fuck yourself, Uncle Tom. I gotta go. Well, I guess we can play a song now. Get the bikes by Grayskull. They'll kill your wives with the spicy chicken wings.
bikes, everybody. You know, when you, you got really important things to do, you gotta go on get your bikes. That was that was awesome. That was a Grayskull. He's up in the northeast somewhere. Or she, I don't know, Z, rat, dog, monkey. Who knows, or skull. Yeah, the gray, a gray skull of a certain size and weight did that one. That was uh, pretty fun. Uh, all right, let's uh, listen. Let's go to 917-719-9. I can't even say nine anymore. I think I have a poltergeist in my liver, perhaps. Uh, 917-719-5923. Wait a second. Wait, the the red phone is blinking. I'm sorry. I was about to play. No, I, I actually have a secret line, everybody. I don't want to tell anybody about it, but it's true. I do have uh, back doors, back tunnels, uh, connections with important people. And sometimes you have to... Uh, you have to not tell people about it. But I, I can't explain it any other way, but... The phone was ringing on this line. This looks important because it's blinking red. I just got the urge to donate money to Larry, but but that's 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 a bad thought. That's the alcohol speaking. Do not donate to Larry. Larry might become an evil overlord. He's already taken my brain over. Oh boy, let's let's see what the news is about. 
According to a new study, most people don't want to know what the future has in store for them, and the reason is because most people don't like spoilers. More than 2,000 people from Germany and Spain were asked whether they would want to know what happens to them in their futures. Nearly all of the people asked, between 85 and 90%, said they would not want to know about upcoming negative events. Well, up to wait, wait, 70%. Hold on one second here. I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm scared of Larry because he wants to take over my brain and tell me the future, but um, that's not one of the reasons that I'm scared of Larry. He's just a little insane, but if somebody wants to tell me something negative, I'd rather know than not. Why not I try to avoid it? Like, hey, but is it a definite future or is it a, just a, uh, a possible future? Is it going, is it, is, is, see, they don't explain even the question here. Is it is it like uh, if you uh, oh in the future you'll have uh, cancer from smoking so but what if I stop smoking right now will I still get cancer from smoking because then I still will they need to explain this question better sent said they wouldn't even want to know about the positive things the study's lead author Gerd Gigenser director of the Center of Adaptive Behavior and Cognitive at the Max Planck Institute for Human Development in Berlin told today the motivation for not wanting to know about positive events appears to be maintaining surprise and suspense very much as one does not want to know in advance how a movie ends or the murder in an Agatha Christie story. Whoa. That was, uh... I guess I'd... Whoa! I missed that noise. Uh, Wojcik News right there, delivering all this tasty news bits that we're listening to. Ow. Stop that. Okay, we're gonna... Ow. Who's poking? Wait. I'm down here by myself. I'm scared. Oh, man. Why am I going to do a show about Poltergeist? Whenever I do a show about something, it just comes down here into the sewer with me. Uh, it's like a weird dream. By domestic. Domestic? Weird dream. By domestic. I always have a weird dream.
Maybe if I burn some THC, it'll scare away the poltergeist. 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 That was a weird dream. A weird dream to dream of your legs running away from you. Uh, let's not have dreams like that. Let's, uh... Let's listen to an ad. I gotta go, I gotta go to an ad. I'm sorry. Uh, it's because you just gotta play them. Are you scared for your life? Are you lost? Do you not know what to do? You need Bible runes! Get these legit 100% certified Bible runes! Any problems you have will go away. My problem is this ad. All right now to the Dark Sewer Network. The Dark Sewer Network? They know about it. I like they don't know about the Dark Sewer Network. They gotta keep playing that ad. Jeez, why do they want to play that one? I don't understand. Okay, well. We're back. Should I play? Oh man, there's choices now. The choices are a voicemail or another poultry guy story. I don't know what to choose. I think we're gonna go with maybe the news. Let's do some news. Why not? That's another choice. Prior research saying cat feces could be linked to mental health issues like schizophrenia or obsessive compulsive disorder has. Whoa. <laughs> I, 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 I get my fair share of cat feces. Feces. 
Why did that's just weird? Has now been debunked. New British oh. research challenges earlier beliefs that mental health was at risk. Uh, see, it's weird that it was debunked. Is this is this fake news? Because I always heard that cat piss and shit could make you crazy. I also heard rat piss and shits could make you go crazy too. Well, that might be true. I don't know what is true. We need to listen to more of the news. Cats carry an infectious parasite called T. gondi. They could pass this infection to humans through their feces. The researchers behind the new study wanted to know if contact with cats during childhood heightened risk for mental illness. It was concluded that cat ownership in childhood is not linked to psychiatric or mental problems. Fake news, everybody. There you go. That was uh, real news, actually. The, but the real news was disproving something which is so much easier and less direct than proving something. It's almost easier to believe in disproof than it is to believe in proof. It'd be weird. Well, actually, the news kind of does that already. It just disproves. It actually doesn't tell you anything. Uh, 917-719-5923. I got to look into this whole phone thing. This Google is not working. I mean, uh, I think uh, the government's cutting through the line. I think they're cutting through the line, but... Before they get all the way through it, we're going to listen to some uh, voicemails. 917-709-5923. And then we're going to play some music and listen to some more Poltergeist. Uh, hey, Rat. Uh, this is Mark. Um, I'm calling you from Wisconsin. Um, and yeah, I, uh, I I like your show. Uh, I'm... I'm I'm a fan of your show, and uh, thanks, Mark. Yeah, I'm calling today because uh, basically, uh, I'm pretty sure that our house is haunted. Um, I don't know what else to do. I mean, things just keep getting worse. Uh, strange things like you know the toaster basically just turning on itself or shooting the bread out, and uh, the bread goes flying up in the air. My wife starts screaming and freaking out, and honestly, man, I uh, I don't know what to do. Um, you know, I went to the church, and they told me to get the fuck out, and I didn't even think the church would do something like that, but they told me to get the fuck out, and uh, yeah, so um, yeah, it's kind of fucked up, man. I, uh, I really don't know what else to do here. Um, my wife keeps saying that... Uh, she gets scratches on her on her on her buttocks, and uh, I, you know maybe it's me. Maybe it's me. Maybe I'm the one that's doing it. But uh, how would I know? I mean, uh, I'm asleep, so uh, I would like to see if maybe you could put me in contact with some sort of paranormal investigators, or you know, some sort of uh, somebody, somebody with experience. Uh, demonology. Uh, you know, I read somewhere online that you're. Uh, a demonology expert so uh yeah um just name your price and uh i'll fly out here and um yeah we'll get we'll get we'll get cracking we'll get cracking all right thank you well as for for uh i have a friend that's out in africa that's very close with the spiritual world he was able to we did some evp recording during christmas we caught some santa claus recordings it was crazy uh we could probably get in touch with him it, uh, this has been this has really been upsetting me lately. I've been hearing more and more about this. 
about people being haunted and going to their local churches and being turned away. It's a... Uh, it's not too right. It's uh, I'm not totally in line with uh, church, you know, whatever's or temple, you know, whatever's or. But people see UFOs and they go to their local, you know, uh, community belief place of faith, and you you need that sometimes, and and they're getting turned away. It's not, uh, you know, good. We're supposed to uh, be in a new. Uh, accepting place. Uh, let's listen to some music over here while I, uh, use the... I gotta... I got some of this holy water. I bought this earlier. Uh, at my my local bodega. It was open, thank goodness, for, for being 1230. It's, wow, it's past midnight in the sewer. Uh, yeah, but anyway, I, I gotta go... I gotta go some somewhere and hide out. By Akira!
that was a hideout. That was hideout by Akira. Very hard to find hideout Akira. Like when I hear bands that I like, I uh, or groups. I don't even know what you would call yourself. Uh, musicians, artists. When I find artists I like, I I guess they're art. Art encapsulates everything. It's weird. I think even poultry guard guard. Poltergarsts are our arts as well. Poltergeist are art as well. Uh, so yeah, we have uh, come to a head of the show, and I think we need to. We have like, uh, what do we got left over here? We did a lot. We learned about Angelina Jolie and bugs and pop tarts and. Kids getting handcuffed and how to handcuff people. How to, how to put nails into people's feet. Why would you want to do that? Uh, China's got RoboCop. Uh, people, doesn't, people don't want to know about the future. About their future. Or possible future, maybe. And you're not going to go crazy from... No, you're not, you're not going to go crazy from cats. Cat feces. I would not suggest eating cat feces. The feces. But we got more news. Most parents in America believe nutrition is important, but a new survey says that only one... Th and the survey says... Oh, man. Nutrition is a... Uh, it's crazy. In America, it's, it's a crazy thing. What, the, what they have created. A label that people ignore. I guess. A third of parents believe they're teaching their kids how to eat well. The poll involved over 1,700 parents with children between the ages of 4 and 18. Researchers found that half of the participants thought their children eat a healthy diet, while a quarter of parents said their child's diet is only slightly healthy or... Right there, this is kind of fucked up. If you're a parent and you're like, well, my kid eats shit, kind of sucks, doesn't it? I don't know. Maybe... I don't know. I guess uh, if you're being real, though, these people are being real. They're like, yeah, my kid, feed him garbage. <laughs> oh, man. Let's go back to that stat. I'll just let that play. Parents said their child's diet is only slightly healthy or not healthy at all. The struggle is largely due to the way food is presented, the amount of time parents and children have in a day to eat a home-cooked meal, and the prices of healthy versus unhealthy foods. Researchers suggest creating a simple guide to help parents find the healthiest options in the near future. Oh man, I just figured it out. We need, alright, I usually don't get into politics, but sometimes, you know, I like to flex my philosophical muscle of, uh, of what would work in the world. So if the bad for your food is cheap and the good for your food is expensive, why don't we just make a law to switch that around even if it costs more to make the the good food we'll have to sell for cheaper and if it nobody would buy the bad food and the bad food would go away and it would just become all good food all right yeah i think i i can't find a flaw in that let's play a find a flaw in my politics so yeah well that's that's the that's the law that'll save the world but in a world with poltergeist there's a lot of other things to worry about. So I think we're ready. Uh, 1230. I'm, I'm, it's, a, I'm a little bit nervous in the end. It's getting chilly. It's getting chilly inside of the sewer. Yeah, it's definitely chilly down here. Uh, 
The phone li- I feel like I can't be contacted either. My phone line nine one seven seven one nine five nine two three. I can't I can't answer it. I can't I don't know what's going on. But uh let's listen to this final polter- poltergeist story. We'll come to a conclusion and we'll call it a night. How about that? And then we'll uh we'll okay. Yeah, okay, here we go. Uh where's the button? Oh, they're, they're okay, but they're, sorry. Yes. My name is Gabriel. Gabriel of Slovenia. I know all about the poltergeist. I have seen them. Even though they are invisible, I know they are there. And I could see them. You might think I'm blowing hot air up your pooper. But I assure you, Nick the Rat, I am 900% telling the truth. I have one great story about the poltergeist in my house that I could tell you all about. It first involves a witch. Her name was Sharon. She didn't like me very much, so she left. She was quite the witch. Anyway, she took everything. She took my couch, she took my TV, and she took my silverware. Well, damn. I did not care too much about the silverware, so that was okay. It was cheap. It was my grandparents. I didn't want it anyway. I bought really nice stuff from Ikea later anyway. Anywho, let me get back to the story of the poltergeist. So after that bitch left me, she left me one thing, though. Her cat, Samuel L. Jackson. I was not very fond of... The cat Samuel L. Jackson. He would piss in my shoes and look at me real funny like. I did not like him. He smelled bad. He made me smell bad. People looked at me. I blame him. But anyway, one night, it was March. It was 30 degrees out. At least 9.30 p.m. I was getting ready to go to bed, I put on my knickers and I got my tea. I was laying there and then that little fuck face jumps onto the bed and makes me spill the tea all over myself. It burned, it burned so much. Fucking cat. Anyway, back to the poltergeist. I ran to the bathroom. And I stripped off all of my clothes. I was naked in the bathroom. Anyway, not important. I was looking at where the burn hit me. The the hot tea went all into my crotch area. And my genitalia was burned. Burned so badly. I had a red wiener for at least a month or two. Motherfucking Samuel L. Jackson. 
So, I was putting the bandages onto my member. When all of a sudden, I heard something in the drain of my bathtub. I bent down to look inside of the bathtub. But then, all of a sudden, I felt something go right into my butthole. I shrieked. I looked behind me. I did not see anything. There was nothing anywhere in the bathroom. Just me, my burnt pee-pee, and my ass raping. I don't know what was happening to me. But then, I remembered a little prayer. And I said it out loud. I said, Jesus! And then it stopped. I stopped getting butt raped. This must prove it was a ghost, a poltergeist. They do not like Jesus. But the very next day, I woke up, and it never happened again. I will tell you this, I am very happy that I said Jesus when I did. I might have had the butt baby if I did not do it. It starts to even feel a little bit good. I blame all of this shit on that fucking cat. I got to go. Uh. There you go, everybody. Um, cats are evil. Uh, rats are rats are good. Uh, and. Don't let people think for you. Always think for yourself, and when you do, you gotta groove out and stuff. I don't know what to say after that. What the... Yeah, don't have hot liquid around your crutch and... and... things that aren't... you know, aware that it's a hot thing around your crotch. Yeah, uh... Thanks for... Tuning in, everybody. I hope you had a good evening. I hope, uh... You don't get molested by poltergeist or any other creatures of the night. But if you do, you should give me a call at 916... Nah, I'm not gonna even advocate about you. Oh, boy. But, you know, you know what I'm trying to sell it to, to tell you. If you got a story to tell, you gotta tell it. And then when you tell it, it'll be good. But uh, thanks for listening, and I'll be back next Wednesday at uh, probably 11 o'clock. I'm gonna stay at this time period if this poltergeist lets me. We're gonna play one more song for everybody. And stick around for the after show. This is I-N-N-N-N-N. Oh, no, it's I-N-N-N-A. Gimme, gimme. By Chris Dayman. I'm gonna light some incense and break this time. Emotional terms, any minutes from Bali, oh yeah. Got a feeling that is about to go down. Party people wanna party, so I said, Wake up, 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 Gimme, gimme the way that I like it. Everybody outside with the light ends. We can do it all again when the sun's up. You know I really wanna be that to my man. You know you really wanna give me your night.
Drunk last week. It's time. Hang out with my girls in Nevada. Caliente, baby, looking for fun. No rush, but just don't make it hard. We both know that you really want to. Yeah. 